All right, all right. Hi, guys. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you for tuning in at 5 a.m. with Damian Dixon. I am your host. I hope you're feeling pretty good, feeling pretty strong. Because as you already know, this podcast shows about communication, communication, and a hint of storytelling. All right, so on today's docket, we got a title for our podcast. It's going to be titled, uh, Get Back Into Bed. Yes, Get Back Into Bed. So grab some Raisin Bran, grab some Cocoa Puffs. I don't know what you enjoy, man. Just please grab it, sir or ma'am. No, I value you. I value your time. Just so grateful that you're here. Let's get started. Cool. Okay, so <clears throat> so I was I was listening to a couple talk, uh, or rather share. You know, um, I'm more like a fly on the wall. Like I like listening, like listening first. Anyway, so um, they're a young couple. They're in their four and a half year of their marriage. Now, I am a very very passionate champion for marriage. I love marriages. I don't care how good it is. I don't care how bad it is. I'm like it can work. Um, it will work. It just might take some <laughs> doing some things drastically different to make it work, but I'm I'm a champion for marriage. I believe in marriage. Anyway, so the the couple's name is Richard and Kathy, and again, uh, they've been married four and a half years, and marriage is you know, it's, it's hit a, a plateau. So, um, uh, initially it started out you know great sex, great intimacy, great friendship. You know they were young, twenty three, twenty two. Um, and then all of a sudden at year 26, you know, once uh, Kathy turned 26 um, and she's like, hey, you know, I'm going to begin sleeping on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so, of course, Richard's like, OK, um, like, 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 what did I do? So anyway, so uh, the, the past year, uh, Kathy's been sleeping on the couch um, and Richard's like, dang, you know, um, what did I do? So I, I don't know about you personally. Like, like you listening right where you're sitting, if you've ever experienced something along, the, along these lines, when your spouse, partner uh, decides to separate from the bedroom. And as he or she, because it could be a man in some cases, men will also sleep on the couch. Um, whenever your, your, your partner or spouse uh, decides to sleep on the couch, like it, it's impossible to feel a certain type of way or feel injury. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, man, Damon, that's common sense. Well, hey, good for you, right? Good for you. Um, but um, f- for me, in my experience, uh, with, without having gotten to um, Kathy and Richard just yet, um, to me, like, like there are processes. And this is why communication is so important, because c- communication is 90% nonverbal. So before your husband or or wife or spouse significant other begins to sleep on the couch away from you out of out of the bed there's going to be signs and things that lead up to that have nothing to do with you okay now th- this is the the tricky part i'm going to repeat that there's going to be signs and and innuendos and um things to happen and and uh, that that may have happened and maybe that there are things that they've carried um in, into the the marriage relationship um, that, um, in a sense, kind of, you know, show back up and, 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 and resurface that have nothing to do with you. That's the hardest part. And oftentimes the person sleeping on the couch, whether again, it'd be the woman or a man. In this case, it's Kathy. She's a woman. She's sleeping on the couch. It has nothing to do with you, but it, it's, it's hard to articulate. <clears throat> okay. And, uh, in this instance, uh, Richard is, he's of course not a perfect guy. She's not a perfect woman, but he's like, okay, like, what do I do? Like, like we're sleeping apart for a full year. 
At what point do we get intervention? At what point do we seek help? At what point, you know, like, like what, what do I need to do? So, uh, again, I'm listening to this conversation. And so it, it turns out as Kathy begins to open up and share, um, she's like, hey, OK, you know, whenever I was five years old, I was I was um, sexually abused by my stepfather. And it's like. This long silence, like, OK, Richard's like, well, hell, I didn't know you were dealing with that. And number one, which is so weird for, for Richard, he's like, OK, wait a minute. We've been married for four and a half years. <laughs> this has never come up. And our dating, uh, what, what, what do you call it, courting session, we, we court and date, you know, he's like, it never came up. Like, you never talked about it. You never mentioned it. Like, I, now we're four and a half years in, like, now so, so that's number one, okay? Like, like all of us carry, again, all of us have, have, this, ha- have this stuff that we carry into our marriage relationships, into our dating relationships, into our, our intimate relationships, okay? And that it doesn't show up. It's really weird. It's, it's kind of like it stays dormant. It stays dormant. And as I'm thinking about myself, li- literally, literally, uh, the, the, the last four women that I have dated all of them have been sexually abused or molested at some point in their, um, you know, adolescence from ages five to 13, including my ex-wife. Now, I, I didn't put two and two together. It's like, man, wow, um, that's a lot. And I think one out of three girls will experience, right, uh, some, some form of sexual abuse, which is 33%, man. Like, one out of three, like, that's a staggering number. Anyway, so, 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 uh, so, so back to Richard and Kathy. Uh, so Kathy brings this this baggage, right? That is uh, dormant, that that doesn't come up. It's not mentioned. There's there's no signs, and all of a sudden, four and a half years, like wham, pow, like she's on the couch. So uh, again, there are things that Richard doesn't get to control. Okay, now the whole point here for Kathy is she's like, okay, wait a minute. You know, my, my stepdad took something from me that was mine, that was that was my power, my control. Like, like how is a five year old supposed? How, how is a five year how, how is a five year old supposed to know, to to say no, to to tell someone, to to speak up, right? Which is super scary. But uh, I can't speak to that. Uh, I've never been molested or raped. I've never experience that um even even though i'm a guy i just i just never uh had that type of situation and as i listen to kathy and richard i'm like wow okay so this is a good opportunity so during the talk um there's a mediator <laughs> a mediator steps in okay that's the, that's number one and um the mediator the, the mediator has kathy believe okay that this is the first thing you got to start believing is that of course you, you you're not a victim but at the same time, it's not your fault. Like, like you're 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 trying to to take back control over a situation that happened to you, you know, twenty what, nineteen years ago, yeah, twenty years ago, yeah. And but you're you're doing it in a context now in a safe marriage with a safe man. So you're you're kind of confused. So so that that's the that that's the first belief he has, Kathy, to start believing. Hey, like hey. You know, you, 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 it wasn't your fault. You're, you're in the present moment now. So he immediately, he immediately tells her, get back in bed. It wasn't no work up to it. It wasn't no think about it. It wasn't no like, well, 
you know, just, gosh, man, just give Richard a couple of, hey, Richard, man, just give her a few more nights on the couch. The, the, the mediator said, nope, just from this point forward right now, you get back in bed. Like, no freaking debating, no arguing, no, no, like, when can I think about it? No, like, well, no, just get back in bed. Now, the, this whole entire time, now that this mediator step, steps in, Richard, like, just, just starts smiling from ear to ear. He's like, oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. You know, she's, she's getting back in bed now. Well, he's like, well, Richard, yeah, you kind of got some homework to do, too, my man. He's like, what? Dude, this has nothing to do with me, man. He's, he's like, well, it kind of has everything to do with you indirectly, but not directly. So, again, this is the homework. Okay, for her to, 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 to challenge the belief and accept okay, this new belief and let go of the old belief, right? That, okay, my stepdad, it's my fault. Nope, not your fault. Stepdad chose the decision. It's out of your, it was out of your control then, but it's in your control now. So that's the belief right now. You are in control now. Get your butt back in bed. So I, I, I was like just flabbergasted. I was like, what? It just, it, it, it cut through all of the... All of the doubt, uncertainty, fear, it cut through everything. Just get back in bed. So, and I, I'm not, I don't know where you, you listener, right, 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 where you are in your intimate relationship with your person, partner, whatever, but get back in bed. <laughs> yeah, immediately just get back in bed. So, if, if this is your first time here and or you've been listening for the last four years of my podcast, um, like I, I don't spend time on relationships, dating, sex, marriage, because for me, like, you know, you, you <laughs> people don't like people don't like to do homework. Right. It's like, ah, and I'm like, listen, you know, um, um, you know, if you're seeking help, support, mediation or, or a third uh, perspective, then. You know, there there are things that you must do. So once the mediator told her just to get back in bed, like, like you, I, you can feel this like this this fear and afraid and this 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 doubt and Kathy like, like literally not. And I'm just listening to the conversation, but you can you can feel that this intensity building up in her, right? And oftentimes when you're dealing with people, couples, individuals, whatever there's this, this this negotiation like what let's negotiate no let's have a war words no <laughs> let's let's meet in the middle no you you do the homework right and this is the homework get back in bed right so that that's why i'm telling you right now as a listener uh if you're given homework that you must do do it so so here's the criteria of the homework which is very very interesting okay so 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 richard is he's just man he, he's like uh you know like like jumping on he, he, he's on cloud nine it's like he hasn't been in bed with his wife for a year wow so kudos for him <laughs> right dude is just like okay hey i'm not mad i'm not upset i support her even though i don't know what's going on right like, like this is just crazy but you know we're under we're, we're under the same roof we just right now in this season, and that's another thing about uh, expectations, okay? Because we, we 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 enter these marriages, these relationships, thinking that it's gonna be picture perfect, and it is maybe for a year or two. Then all of a sudden, you're you're blindsided, like Richard was. So, but 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 the the criteria for Richard is that once she's back in bed, like this moment, like 
he's like the mediators the the, the, the mediator says okay as soon as this conversation ends you're back in bed so but but the criteria is for him that he can't touch he can't kiss he can't uh initiate anything he must be passive <sighs> okay now 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 for, for you women who are aggressive and assertive and you'd like to make the first move put yourself in richard's shoes and you know it's it's your husband or or man on the couch. Because oftentimes, like I said, you know it's usually the woman, uh, in most cases, who's who's been experienced with sexual abuse. But just if you're the woman, and and your man has experienced sexual abuse in his childhood, and he's on the couch. So now it's we have to place ourselves in in the other person's shoes, right? So Richard, his criteria, his homework is he must not um, make any gesture. Any attempt kiss, he can't, he can't, he can't, he can't cross the, those invisible lines. Like, 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 full control is given to Kathy. Kathy has full control. So, for all you women out there who are control freaks, <laughs> like myself, I like control. Ah, you know, no, I'm, I'm cool with meeting in the middle. But, uh, but, but, but Richard's criteria is, hey, he, he can't um, have any control or, or say. Like, he doesn't get anything. Right? Kathy gets full control now that she's in bed. Um, she has to say Richard out loud because in her mind and her heart is her stepdad. That's who she's seeing. That's who she's feeling. That's who she's having flashbacks about. But to make it present, this present reality, she must say Richard, Richard, Richard. Hi, Richard, Richard, Richard. Hey, Richard, Richard. Like it's a constant. She must use his name in bed, out of bed, daily functions, uh, highlighting movies, Cooking, making dinner, watching it just it must be hey Richard, Richard. And and what that does for us all and you, if you've known, if you if you've experienced something like this, that what what it does is make it present. Like like we I don't know about you, man, we love the past. Like there is something about nostalgia and what 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 what, what I went through and what happened to me and, and, and rightfully so. It is it's 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 very legitimate. But you can't stay stuck there. You can't live there. And that's what we do. We stay stuck in the present, living, thinking in the past. Anyway, so the criteria is, again, she must say Richard, Richard, Richard. So now that they're in bed, back in bed, going to bed together, again, there's this self-control that Richard must express. Now, Richard, again, doesn't get a say. He doesn't argue. He doesn't compromise. He doesn't say, hey, hold on. Like, what if I'm aroused? Nothing. Now, yes, of course, he's going to be aroused. I mean, come on. <laughs> you haven't been in bed with your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend in over a year or, or your marriage mate in over a year. You're damn well going to be aroused, right? But, but, but it never comes up. Like, he doesn't get to say anything. You're like, man, that's not fair. It's not about fair. And that's what we do in our marriage. We have these, oh, it's, that's not fair to me. Oh, the, I have rights. Ah. Well, you kind of do, but you kind of don't, right? So, and Kathy is in Richard's situation. She has full control, full rights to take her power back. Even though Richard is safe, he's never done anything. He's never, uh, just, he just, he's been a, a astute, like a, a boy scout. Doesn't matter. Like, he doesn't have any rights. He doesn't have a say. This is about Kathy, Kathy's restoration and healing and recovery, right? So now that they're back in bed, the criteria is set. 
she goes into to all of these things about uh, fear and what do I do? <laughs> How do I do this? <laughs> How will this look? And it's great because that's what we do. Like, OK, wait a minute. Golly. So I, I, I can't shortcut. So like she, she, she can't take shortcuts so far as just getting back into bed for a little bit and then getting out of bed. No, it's you, you get back in bed. And um, again, she has to to not just speak his name. She has to touch him. She has to kiss him. She has to uh, make the first move. Aha. Aha. OK, <laughs> what? So uh, I'm a man. Right. Period. I'm a man. Like, I, I'm, I'm all about, um, you know, making the not just making the first move, but but making it well. Right. Now, but in this type of situation, this context, it's like, OK, huh. OK. Right. You, Richard has to give up <clears throat> full control, access, uh, availability. So she is, in a sense, having to hold him, kiss him, um, hug him. And that's it. Like if, if she wants to kick him in the stomach in bed, she can do that. If she wants to turn the TV on in bed. She can do that. If she wants to read a book in bed. It, it's, it's, she can do whatever she wants to do in bed. But she must say Richard. Richard, 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 right? And and, and it's, so, so again, this is the homework here. This is the homework. And he can't do anything. And, and of course, like I, like I mentioned a moment ago, man, she's terrified. She's terrified because she's not sure this is going to work. And it, it, it can't be about that. It can't be about, okay, what are the results? What are the outcomes? It's just the practice. And again, <laughs> I keep on... I'll keep on going back to this over and over and over again. People hate doing homework. Uh, in my personal life, man, I, you know, I've mentored probably three to four couples, man. And each and every time I'm like, listen, you know, <laughs> there can't be a freaking, you, you do what I say. Like, I, I'm, I'm mediating. I'm giving you counsel and feedback. I'm coaching you. You have to trust the process and trust the practice. And that's what it, that's exactly what Richard's going through. And Kathy, it's a practice and we all react to it differently, but you have to do it despite how you feel. And again, given given these expectations that we bring into our marriages and our intimate relationships, it's like, man, how is that going to look? So <laughs> that's what Kathy's asking the, the mediator out loud, well, the, the, the mediator out loud, like, how will this look? How will I feel? What will like this? Her biggest fear is, is, is like, OK, crap. Like, what if Richard becomes aroused? Like, like, what will I do? Like, and he's like. Um, the mediator says, figure it out, you know, but, but Richard, you can't do anything like Richard. It, you can't respond or react. Richard, you can't do or say anything. You can't get mad. You can't get frustrated. You can't get, oh man, I'm, 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 I'm ready to go. Nah, 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 Richard, this is about her staying in the present, practicing, uh, taking the first lead, taking the initiation. And also she can withdraw if she wants. You can say in a sense she, she she can tease or or whatever. Now again, 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 <laughs> I get it. This this is not fair to Richard. It's not about fairness. All right. So I want you to hear that crystal clear right now. Yes, you listening. It's not about fairness. It's not about you. Okay. So that this this is very very difficult for us because we're all about fairness. Oh man, marriages marriages should be fifty fifty. Ah well. 
as you're listening to Richards and Kathy's story, you can see that it's not 50-50. He's having to give up a lot. A lot. Okay? And there are, and there are women who are, who've been married and been in marriages and are still married that have to have to give up a lot. So we have to dispel this this lie that, oh, man, it's 50-50. No, it's like 150%. And the other person might be giving 15% at times. And then, the, then there are times where it'll reverse. Well, the other person's giving 150% and you're giving 10% at times. Man, it, it's, it's, we have to dispel this, this thing about fairness because it's, it's not fair. Because that's what I'm thinking as I'm listening to and to Kathy's and Richard's, you know, such conversation and this mediator, I'm like, wow, and that's that's very hard. So this is why I do not <laughs> talk about marriage and relationships and dating and intimacy in my podcast because there, there there's hard work involved, and people want the easiest, shortest, uh, quickest, fastest. Um, what I call it ROI, <laughs> return on investment, and I'm like, listen. <sighs> there must be delayed gratification. Now, I get it. You're thinking, man, Richard's had a year of delay. Well, he had a year of waiting, but he didn't know what was going on. He didn't know why. And then the number two, <clears throat> it's it's very hard to articulate to, to someone you love who hasn't done anything to you or hurt you that, that, that you, it's your crap from your childhood that happened to you that you didn't come clean about that you weren't honest about and maybe you thought that you had dealt with it then if i if i've dealt with this before i got married and before i met her or him why is this resurfacing or i'm sorry why is this resurfacing and that that's exactly how it works man that's exactly how it works in life there are things that you think that you've dealt with you put aside you've beat you've conquered you've mastered then all of a sudden it just rears its it rears its head like dude man like not now and you, and, I, and you can feel the intensity in Kathy, like, like why now? Like, I'm 26, I'm, I'm young, I'm vibrant, I'm fertile. Um, we're ready to have a, a kid, and, and I'm, I'm on the sidelines. I'm riding the pine. And my husband's like, okay. But, but, but that's the reality here, okay? This, this, this is the, the, real, the real life stuff. And this is why I say, you know, if you're considering marriage and you're, you're championing in marriage and, and you're a lover of marriage, understand that, that there are going to be valleys and peaks, and Richard and Kathy are in a valley right now. So that's why I wanted to spend time on on, on Richard and saying, hey, you know, uh, and, and this expectations that are unrealistic and fairness, and, and, just, and just dispel all that, just get rid of it. Now, because I think the, the last thing I want to talk about before I go to the next um, um, point is, is it's love. Oh man, love should, you know, love should do it. No, 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 no. Love is great. Love is sufficient. But there must be again a practice. There must be a there must be a work. There must be seeking of help, right? Because we we go to these counselors or therapists or mediators and say, oh man, you know, my my, my spouse is the problem. My my girlfriend's the problem. My my boyfriend's like, no, okay, well they might, they might be contributing to the the issue here. But like, what are you? What are you dealing with? Who, who, me? Nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm great. Or I don't have any problems. And it's like, come on. Like, you know, you got to be honest. In this situation with Kathy and Richard, she was ready to be honest. Yeah, it took a year, right? And uh, as the other party being in Richard's shoes, if you and I are in Richard's shoes, we don't get to dictate um, this person's, the other person's readiness whenever he or she is ready to speak up and talk about it. Like, you... 
do not get to dictate and control when they feel safe to talk to you about it, which is very difficult. Oh, might I ask? Because, again, I was married once um, and my ex-wife, I can't really say I recall her. I do recall her telling me about it, but I'm sure I wasn't listening, <laughs> Like, which is not good. Like, it's It's a human... What's the word? Uh, flaw or def- a defect? Like we we, we kind of listen with one ear whenever we should be listening listening actively, right? And and engaging. And I'm I'm quite certain that I wasn't fully listening. Um, part of it was just I, I just didn't want to hear about it. I, I hate hearing about people experiencing sexual abuse. I'm very protective. I'm very, um, I'm very protective. <clears throat> so when when something something like that happens, I, I get very anxious and. I get pissed off. I get very, very angry. So it was just kind of easier for me to compartmentalize and separate myself, kind of detach myself, even from my own wife, which is not going to say good or bad. That, that's just how I cope with it at the time. Um, and I, I can recall her telling me about it in bits and pieces. And, and even, you know, her, my, my ex-wife was 13 years old when it happened. And um, it was her sister's boyfriend. It's just, just ugly and messy. But uh, again... You don't get to control, like I didn't get to control when she was ready to talk to me about it and tell me about it. Your responsibility and Richard's responsibility, and Richard's done very well, like, hey, kudos for him. Again, like, just great. Uh, he's created, he, he has created a safe atmosphere and a safe environment. That's your only job. You don't get to whine, complain, bitch, moan and groan. Oh, man, it's not, no, it's not fair. It will, well. well not fair. Oh, I love her. Not about love either. Okay, it's about the practice, the work of creating a safe atmosphere, a safe environment for her or him. Whenever he gets ready to talk about what he experienced in his childhood, the sexual abuse, molestation, it, it happens when it happens. It happens where it happens. Hell, you might be out to dinner. You might be at, at, at your kid's fun, school function at a freaking, you know, musical. Then all of a sudden you're sitting in the car and he says, hey, you know, um, this happened. And or, you know, your, your your person might see the person who did it to them and they might flip out and just just go bonkers and start screaming or, or just pushing you away. It, it, it happens in, in different ways, in different uh, instances. You can't script this stuff. Like, let's, let's just put it like that. You, you cannot script it. You can't be fully prepared or, or just, you just can't. And I can't imagine, no, I cannot imagine a year after having good sex and intimacy and closeness and all of a sudden, you know, gradually, then it just stops. So, again, kudos for Richard and kudos for you if you're experiencing that and or if you have experienced that, kudos for you. So, like, uh, again, again, like, you know, uh, Kathy's being asked to do something drastic, right? So I I got an example about, about my uncle. So my uncle Ronnie, uh, he has cravings. Now we all have we we all we all crave different things. So there's no judgment here. I, I did laugh at first. I ain't gonna lie. But then I was like, okay, man, this is serious for him, right? This is very serious. Just like Kathy and Richard's, you know, in bed situation and her sleeping on the couch is very serious, right? Anyway, so my uncle Ronnie, he's like, hey, man, um, I, I need help. Um, I'm craving soda, sugar, sweets all the time, and I can't stop eating it. It's like I'm in, it's like it's like it's an, it's an addiction. So I'm like, wait a minute. I say, like, and, and this 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 is why I do not like to counsel couples and married people because this is what happens. I'm gonna give you this. This is just like it happened just now, not even five minutes ago. So I said, okay, you know what? You're texting me. 
you're texting me. I said, give me a call. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to call you. I said, dude, if you really want to help and you really want <laughs> to see changes, give me a call. Qu- qu- quit texting me. Quit texting me. Cause he's been texting for weeks. Hey, man, uh, you know, hey, I got this going on. Hey, man, the wife is doing this. Hey, man, I'm like, I, I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, like, tell me about you. What are you doing? He's like, well, okay. So he breaks it down again. He, 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 he can't quit drinking sodas, uh, cakes, pies, sweets, sweet tea. Uh, so the first question I, I say, okay, hey, man, who is, um, who is buying the groceries? So, so this is drastic. It's like, again, it's like Kathy was asked drastically to stop sleeping on the couch and get back on and get back into your bed. So I say, okay, Ronnie, who's buying groceries? Well, uh, um, he, he calls his wife Ruthie. Her name is Ruthie. He calls her wifey. I said, listen, I said, I don't want to play with you, man. Who is buying the groceries? I said, all I need is five minutes. And so he, he goes on like literally arguing, arguing and debating and negotiating for the next 10 minutes. I said, man, I'm not doing this with you. I, 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 I need to know one thing. Who buys the groceries? So at first he was like, well, she does. I said, Ronnie, be honest. Who buys the groceries? He's like, okay, well, she does. I said, okay, fine. So I said, if she's buying the groceries, then she should. Uh, then I said, hey, just ask her, hey, no, don't buy any more sweet tea, sodas, and snacks. He's like, well, if she doesn't buy it, then I go and buy it. So I said, wait a minute, you're, you're lying to me. Cause she, and this is my uncle, man. He is 70 years old, right? And I'm talking to him as if, as if I'm in charge, <laughs> Because in, 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 in the truest sense, man, the, the mediator, if you go to someone for if you're going to someone who's safe for for mediation, you have to do what they're asking you to do. And this is why I don't counsel people, because it's like everyone wants to ne- negotiate and debate and and and, oh, and and bend the rules. It's like, no, man, just do what you're being asked to do. Like and it, it, it should be a drastic decision. It should be instant. It shouldn't take 10 to 10 minutes, 10 hours. So I said, OK, fine. Here's what you do. OK. Since she's buying the groceries and you will go behind her and buy what you want, I said, starting right now, this moment, you give her all your credit cards and all your cash. And literally, there's this long pause. He's like, wait a minute. I, I, said, I said, wait. I said, wait, how bad do you want to, to fight this addiction and get off of it and, and, and improve? Well, hold on now. Well, what if I want this um, <laughs> whenever I'm at the store? And what if I want that? And, and, and what if I need this? I said, look, I, I don't care what you want or what you need. I'm not, again, this is my uncle. He's 70 years old. I'm, I'm, I'm really 39. I'm just, I'm just talking to him like, like just like full command here. Right. I said, listen, man, start right now. You give your wife, Ruthie, all your cash and credit credit cards, even the cash you got hidden, the credit cards you got hidden. He's like, oh no, man, it's 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 her fault anyway. Uh, uh, if if I I know she won't do it, I said I said look here, man. I said, um, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Like I said, you have what you speak right now. You're speaking it. So I said, man, shut up. This is my uncle, man. I told my own uncle to shut up. I said, listen, once she sees you do something you've never done before, she won't argue. She won't debate. She won't think you're crazy. She'll say, huh. So I said, you give her your credit cards, all of them, and all your cash, every every spending dime. If you really want to see the see the change in your uh, lifestyle and in your thinking and in in, in in your in your thoughts, because he, he said, hey, it's in my thoughts, it's in my cravings, it's in my mind. He he compared his, his sugar. Uh, uh, you know, infatuation to like being an alcoholic. I thought that's okay, fine, fine. Uh, an alcoholic can't be an alcoholic if he doesn't have cash or money, or, or or he can't get cash or money. 
right? Or, or credit card. If he has no access to money, then how can he buy alcohol? Then so so again, like he argued for like ten minutes. I'm, I'm listening to him. I let him go on and on. I said, "Look here, man, I don't have time for this. I'm, I'm getting ready to hang up." He's like, he's like, so he said, "Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on." So I said, "Hold on for what, bro? Like you're you're wasting time, and you're not serious." I said, "And you're wasting my time." So I'm pissed off right now. I'm very mad at my uncle. So I said, "Okay, look, I'm gonna go." So he's, so he's like, "Okay, wait, wait." And of course, there's this long pause again. And he says, "Okay, well, you know what? You, you're you're making sense." I said, "Do it, whether it makes sense or not, whether it's rational or not, whether it's logical, whether it's mathematical. I don't give a rat's. Give her all your credit cards, all your cash. Put it in her purse or her wallet, and just don't turn back." And 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 to me, in this situation with Richard and Kathy, it's the same thing. You have to be able to to do something and do what you're asked to do. Or being told to do from the mediator or counselor or whatever therapist is there, best friend, you can't debate it, you can't rationalize it, right? And and we love to do it. And I, I'm 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 visualizing my uncle in my head right now because I understand. Like again, we all have different cravings. This is why I don't judge. We all have shopping cravings. Some of us deal with porn, sex, money, uh, attention. Some of us just love glamour, love fashion. We all have our thing, okay? But whenever you're ready to get serious help. Which I don't think he's super ready, but I think like like my request is is makes sense because he can see. Okay, wait a minute. If I have money on me and a credit card, then I can't go behind my wife's back and buy it, and then I can't blame her. And and in the situation with Richard and and, and uh, Kathy, it's the same situation. Like she, she 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 can't blame Richard. She can't blame anyone else. She has to say, okay, wait a minute. Th- this is on me. Like I I. I must get back in bed because that's that's my homework, right? And and of course, you know, in our relationships with our family, friends, coworkers, neighbors, we love to blame and point fingers. It's like no, 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 you cannot do that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I just kind of want to give you a present day example, a real life example that that I'm going through right now with with just being patient, but at the same time, you know, not wasting your time and not wasting other people's time. Whenever you're being asked to do something, just do it, okay? If you really wanna see the changes that and the results that you desire to see. Because again, it's a process. My uncle isn't just overnight gonna stop craving soda and ice cream and snacks. It's gonna be a process, but if you don't have access to it, yeah, yeah, it's very, very extreme. But 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 then the, the people around you will see, okay, man, okay, Uncle, uncle Ronnie is serious. Let me get away from, or let me keep this away from, or let me, you know, uh, help, help encourage and contribute instead of, you know, uh, I think he said, it, he said his wife said, um, you know, why should the, why should the whole house suffer just because, you know, you don't, uh, have self-control and can't control yourself. And I'm, of course I'm laughing at him, but, uh, but I, I get what she's saying, but you know, she's also not being fair, but, but again, it's not about her. It's about, it's about you. So, so again, it wasn't about Richard in this story here. It's about, it's about Kathy, right? It wasn't about, uh, Ruthie. It's about Ronnie. It's not about you. It's about me, right? You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it's about the listener. Like you're my listener. Right? So it's about you and and whatever people in your life that that you're dealing with or engaging. You can't blame them, and you can't pass the buck to them. It's it's the the ball's in your court, and that's why I told Ronnie. And then of course I hung up the phone. Well, okay, okay. Hey, fam, coming at you right now with a special special message from Don and Jessica Hampton. They are the owners of Tranquil Serenity LLC. So here at Tranquil Serenity, their goal is to provide the necessary products to help with a natural, relaxing experience. So they understand that the stresses of today and have realized the, the negative effects it can have on everyone. But through essential oils and, and diffusers, they aim to bring a tranquil and serene atmosphere to your world and mine. 
So close your eyes. Hey, take a breath. You've got this. Now you can check out all their products at tranquilserenity.net. That is T-R-A-N-Q-U-I-L-S-E-R-E-N-I-T-Y.net or on their Instagram page at tranquil underscore serenity underscore LLC. Again, the owners are Don and Jessica Hampton. Thank you so much. Well, okay, okay, here we are. Man, we've concluded another beautiful episode. I want to say thank you so much for staying to the end. Call to action is simple. This is your first time here and you're a first time listener. Please subscribe to become a regular, consistent listener. Also, if you got a friend, loved one, a family member, someone you, someone you value or care about, this, this episode, please share it with them. Questions, comments, shoot me a text on my text line at 254-878-7135. Uh, I'd be very grateful just to hear your feedback. Also, know that I care about you and Jesus, man, Jesus, he is the truest and pure love of your soul. Have a great week. Thank you so much.